You have now worked for the UN for about 25 years. What skills and competencies do you believe are key to your success? Thank you. Uh, of course, uh, the most important are the UN core values, which every staff member should possess. That's integrity, professionalism, and respect for diversity. That is a given. Everybody who joins the UN has to have those. Um, so this was a key to my success and everybody else's success that works for the UN. Respect for diversity is, is obvious in a multicultural organization as ours that works all over the world, and it also encompasses gender and any other diversity you might think of. So we really value human rights and we want to treat every person with respect. And uh, this is, these are our values. And you may find yourself working in a place where the culture is completely different from what the UN values are. And it's our job to, to demonstrate these values regardless of the environment that we find ourselves in and also to have a dialogue with with uh, people that see it differently in order to, um, to really promote the UN core values. That's what we're all about. And then, of course, you have the, uh, the work-related competencies, which are very important. And we have actually about eight of them, but I'm just going to single out the most important ones in my view. The number one for me is teamwork. The UN, again, is a very diverse place, and you will work with a lot of people that see things differently, that bring a different background, and you have to work together. Even if you think you may have all the answers, that is never the case. And we get to a better product by working with others and taking their, their viewpoints into account, and you will get to a better outcome. So uh, everybody needs to uh, ensure that the entire team contributes to the success. So that's really the key one for me. The other one is also um, client orientation. You're, you're not in a job to uh, only satisfy your boss or yourself or your colleagues. It is all about the client. Who are you working for? Who is the client that you're serving? And it could be internal to the mission if you work in support, or it could be external to the mission, like the population of a country you work in. And that's who you're here for. And you need to put the client first always. So those are for me really the main competencies that, uh, that count. Thank you. You have a long and successful UN career. I think our listeners are curious to learn from your success. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I am very happy with my career. And uh, as you said before, it's been 25 years. So what have I done in this time? I really moved around a lot. I've worked in very different areas in the UN, uh, at headquarters and at the field. And actually, I've been in eight different departments. And I believe that that contributes to success in the UN. If you want to get to higher levels, you can decide to be a specialist and just get progressively better and higher responsibilities in your area. Or you can do what I did, and which is if you want to be a more generic manager uh, later on in your career, like a chief of staff is, it's really important that you move around and you see different elements it's very difficult for people that work in the field that have never been at headquarters to understand the pressures that we're under and the limitations that member states might wish us to, uh, to, to work within. And it's very difficult for people that have only been at headquarters to understand the pressures in the field and, and the demanding conditions. So move around geographically and move around also if you have an opportunity from different, between different job types. So... Um, 
another uh, success contributor I find is bring solutions to the job and not problems. If you bring problems and you give your, your supervisor or the mission that you work for the problems that you cannot solve, this should not be a regular occurrence. Most problems, you ought to look for solutions and bring solutions. And then sometimes there will be something that you cannot solve. And then you seek uh, support from your superior. So me as a manager now, overseeing quite a lot of people, I value those managers that work for me that bring me solutions because I don't have the time to solve every problem on my own. So this is really a key to having a successful career in the UN. Let's now talk about serving in a field mission. What is appealing in serving in a UN field mission and what is your role as chief of staff in this field mission? Uh, what is appealing to me of working in a field mission is first of all you get to experience different cultures but of course we are here for a reason and that is because the situation is very difficult in the country where we are. So you're really here to help a country in distress, find its footing again and uh, be able to eventually uh, stand on its own again without the help of the UN. And concretely what that means is every day we really uh, do an amazing job I think. It's not always successful but we we are often successful in protecting civilians and helping the government uh, get their act together to address the problems that persist in the country. The, the reason the peacekeeping mission is set up, because the country is deemed to be in so much distress that it cannot help itself get out of it, and that's what we're here for. So on a day-to-day -day basis, you really see the impact on the population that you're working with. And again, it doesn't mean you can, help, you can solve every problem, so sometimes it goes wrong and that really is, is not a good feeling. But you also see on a day-to-day -day really people that, uh, that are helped, uh, people that have their lives today because the UN was there. Uh, for me personally, I am also very attracted to work in a field mission because I have a military background from before I worked for the UN. And working in peacekeeping is for me a very natural environment. I like to work with the military and the civilians. And because I've been on both sides, I'm able to integrate both sides, which is really my job as a cause, as a chief of staff. Clearly, a lot of people will apply for this recruitment campaign. What are the skills you value the most? Uh, as I said before, problem solving is really a big one for me. You will have so many problems coming at you every day and you need to have a very proactive and can-do attitude that you are there to solve a problem and just try to find a solution and work with your colleagues to get a good solution. So teamwork, again I said that before, problem solving and teamwork is really important to me. If you bring the right attitude to the job you can make miracles happen but if you get uh, despondent or discouraged, uh, you will not have a good time in a field mission because it's a really challenging environment. So resilience is also very important uh, when you work for the UN because you may find yourself in really difficult circumstances. Everything else you can learn, the job that you are there to do, you probably have been educated to do that job, you've had experience in doing that job, and anything else we need you to learn job-wise, you can learn. But if you don't come with the right attitude, it will be really challenging and you will not contribute. Now, for applicants from the private sector, what tips would you give to someone having a strictly private sector profile when applying for these positions? 
I would really like to emphasize to bring a varied background and as varied experience as you can possibly obtain before applying for the UN. And it's really important also to have some experience in international settings. If you come from the private sector and you have worked 20 years only in your own country, it may be a real challenge for you uh, joining the UN. As I said, we have 193 member states and everybody brings different backgrounds and cultures and you need to work with everybody. So if you don't have that experience, it's going to be challenging for you. So if you have experience in international settings, whether you have gone to work for an international organization or for your government or for a private company in different countries, that would really be, be helpful. And also, if you have experience in living in hardship conditions, that would really help. If you have only worked in, uh, let's say, London and Paris, it may be a real challenge for you being sent to uh, to Oboe in the Central African Republic. So you don't know what's, what you're going to get into and you don't know whether you're going to survive or not. I mean, mentally. So uh, any of those experiences that are similar to the type of work we do here in the UN would really be helpful for yourself and also for the UN to be able to evaluate if you'll fit in. Now, we know that mobility, adaptability and resilience are key skills to be successful in this field. Do you have any tips for someone who wants to write his or her application for a finance and budget position in the field? What should he or she highlight? Are there any inside secrets? Um, there are no inside secrets per se, but everything I mentioned above applies to this as well. So, And I want to add something to that. So besides a varied background, open to working with different cultures, teamwork, I would also like to emphasize um, willingness to take on any task. Uh, we are in a difficult environment. Sometimes we find ourselves very short-staffed and we just need people to get things done and to solve problems. So if you are the one that always volunteers to do a very difficult task, this would really be helpful in working in the field. So don't limit yourself. This is not in my job description. Just if somebody, if your manager asks you to do something, do the best you can. Don't turn down an opportunity because you think that maybe you're, you can't do it. Because if you can't do it, then who can? So just be willing to take anything on and just give it the, the very best you can. And you'll be known as a can-do person and that will open doors for you in the future. Now, you started as a junior officer. Today you are a senior manager. What best tips will you give to a staff member in the UN seeking a promotion to take the next steps in his or her career? Uh, yeah, I have to come back to the same thing. Uh, bring solutions. Often your reputation is your biggest asset in the UN. It's not only what you write in your job application. It's not only what your references say about you when a reference check is conducted. We also look when we hire people on their social media profiles. So make sure they're nice and clean and you're not expressing any radical political views that are not consistent with the UN values. And when you're in the UN, bring solutions. Make sure your boss values you as somebody who will solve problems and not add more problems to their already considerable workload and to work as a team. It's really not useful for us to have the best specialist in any given field if they can't work as a team. 
because we all have to work as a team. And if you don't get along with other people or you think you're always right, that's not going to go over well in the UN. We have a very collaborative environment and it's really important for you to be able to work in a team. And always be positive. Sometimes it's going to be frustrating to work in the UN. We are rather bureaucratic. We have lots of rules and regulations. Sometimes they may seem unfair to you. But just keep the spirit up, be positive, and keep doing your work well. And you will succeed, and your reputation will be stellar. And when people are doing recruitments, you will be recommended by people that have worked with you and that enjoyed working with you. So this is more important than anything else your reputation as a positive team player who can get things done. Thank you, Ms. Viviane van de Peer, Chief of Staff of MINUSCA. You're very welcome.